Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. Your host is Travis Twineman, the lead pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to begin each day in a gospel passage. Whether it's something Jesus said or something Jesus did, it's always something about Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus that will begin in the morning and then last throughout the day, as we discover yet again how wonderfully irresistible Jesus of Nazareth actually is. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Together on Mission podcast. This is Travis, and it is Wednesday morning, and I hope you have your Bible, and you're in your spot, and you've got your coffee, you've got your tea, and whether we feel like doing it or not, let's begin a conversation with Jesus. Sometimes we feel it, sometimes we don't feel it. It's just like relationship, but let's not let not feeling it worry us too much. I mean, it's wonderful when we feel it, woo, but let's not let not feeling it worry us too much. It's a relationship and it's how relationships go. So the power and the presence of Jesus is here and he's excited for us to begin a relationship or to begin a conversation with him. So let's do that. And you can turn to the gospel according to St. Luke because we've been going through the gospel of Luke. We're going to be in chapter 10, and the title of the podcast this morning is The Good What? And you really kind of need to say it like that. The Good What? And when we get to Luke chapter 10, we have arrived at Jesus's, well, possibly Jesus's most famous teaching, his most famous parable, The Good Samaritan. The Good What? And see, one of the reasons why we don't really understand the point of this parable is because we have no problem, really, with a good Samaritan. But to a first century Jew, there was no such thing. I mean, that was an oxymoron, right? These two words clearly do not go together. In fact, there's probably no two words that could be more further apart. There's no such thing as a good Samaritan. The Samaritan, if you're a Jew, is the enemy, the they're they're half breeds you know they're 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 blasphemers or worse they're destroyers of the covenant they are at the height of unclean i mean maybe they're not gentile dogs but they are close and for some jews maybe a little bit worse because they had some Jewish blood in them, but clearly were not acting like God's chosen people. There's no such thing as a good Samaritan. And because most of us are familiar with this story, we'll look at it in a minute. Although this story may seem to be simply a commission to help people that are hurting or, you know, down and out, it's actually much more offensive than that. This story really is a commission that 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 causes us to redefine who our neighbor actually is and include those that we would not want our neighbor to be. This story challenges us to dramatically expand our boundary lines or eliminate them altogether. Uh, this story challenges us to include those that we hoped we would never have to include, <laughs> never have to love, to be generous to those that have really, really hurt us. And so, you know, that's the question, of course, who is definitely outside of your 
boundary line? Who's on the other side of the street? Who's your worst enemy? Who hates you and who do you hate? Who would be the worst, most difficult person to help or to love or to serve? Or if you tried to pray for him, it would just be like praying through gritted teeth and a clenched fist. Uh, Who do you disagree with the most? Or who's hurt those that you genuinely love? That is the question. And only after we ask and answer that question can we possibly begin to hear this parable. The good Samaritan? So Luke chapter 10 Beginning in verse 25, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Well, what is written in the law? Jesus replied, how do you read it? And he answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your strength, and your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You've answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. Verse 29, but he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, well, who is my neighbor? There's the question. Now, in reply to this, Jesus told this story, and I'm not going to read the whole story. You're probably familiar with the story, but this Jewish man is on a journey and he gets sacked by robbers and robbed and beaten and left for dead and a priest and a Levite see him and won't even cross over to the other side of the street to help him but a Samaritan sees this hurting dying Jew and he goes over and he bandages up his wounds he puts oil and wine on them. He brings them to an inn. He tells the innkeeper, whatever expenses this Jewish man incurs, I will come back and I will reimburse you. Verse 36, which of these three, the priest, the Levi, the Samaritan, Jesus says, do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus said, go and do likewise. Now, it's always a good idea to help people that are down and out. But that's not really the point of this story. Really, this story challenges us to deal with our judgment, to deal with our hate, to deal with our self-righteous attitude or with our unwillingness to be the light of the world to those that we perceive to be outside of our boundary markers on the other side of the street, you know, those that we are unwilling to forgive. This story invites us to think about how we think and how we talk about those that are outside of our fence. And, and, and maybe this story invites us to destroy all of our fences, you know, completely. And and by the way, this story is not about tolerating our perceived enemies, tolerating someone. You know, this Samaritan did not tolerate this injured Jewish man, right? Uh, uh, Tolerating a, a, a person is not even a virtue, and it's it's certainly not love. You know, notice the generosity of the Samaritan, the lavish, overwhelming generosity and love toward, in quotes, the enemy. Of course, we really can't use that word after we read the Gospel of Luke because Jesus is very, very clear. You don't have a human enemy. You have people that might act ill or 
abusive towards you, but there's one enemy and that's the strong man. That's the Satan. And Jesus says, I have overpowered the strong man because I am the stronger man. There's only one enemy. And Jesus says, okay, now I want you to go and do exactly what this Samaritan did. Now, the whole question on where this story turns, this parable turns, is when the lawyer says, who is my neighbor? Because the lawyer is wanting to define his neighbor very narrowly. Everyone that agrees with him, everyone that hasn't hurt him, which is exactly what we want to do. And then Jesus tells this story of a Samaritan, a good Samaritan, that treats his, in quotes, enemy like his neighbor. In other words, the Jew that's injured is the neighbor to the Samaritan. Now that's extraordinary and that's what makes him good because he doesn't have fences around his life. He's willing to cross over to the other side of the street, even with those that hate him, even with those that have hurt him. And we want to ponder this for a minute. What does this look like? You know, who would be the most difficult person to love and to be generous to? Because the parable of the Good Samaritan calls us to do just that. And maybe it's a parent or an ex-spouse or a current spouse or a political enemy or a boss or an extended family member. But, but what person, if you were to put good and then their name, would be an absolute oxymoron because that is your person. And... When you love them, when you cross the street, when I cross the street to welcome them, we're going to take some heat from those that are inside our fence, inside our family. Those that see things, you know, the way that we see things will be persecuted. We might be considered weak. We might be called a, a sellout. We're going to be treated exactly how Jesus was treated because he welcomed them. He ate with them. He crossed over to the other side of the street. Nobody was Jesus's enemy. And so the, the question is, what does it look like to cross to the other side of the street and truly love and truly be generous to the one that people would least expect you to love and be generous to? So let's ponder that. Maybe pray the prayer, God, open my mind, open my heart, open my eyes to see people and especially that person the way you see them. And we'll talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Vineyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or check out our website, at inlandvineyard.org.